We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Recording this after Game One, Warriors win convincingly, one twelve eighty seven over the Dallas Mavericks. Who is guarding Luca? Andy, who is guarding Luca? <laughs> Apparently, every single player on the Warriors can guard Luka Doncic. Uh, this game, I, look, is this by far the best game of the season, Sam? Absolutely. This was the best performance by the Warriors since the championship days. I mean, probably since they beat Houston in game six. This game was incredible. And it's not like they played well. Like, it's not like everybody played great for four eight straight minutes. It was an incredible team performance all the way down, especially in the defense, right? Absolutely. And so I want to start with that. Mm. I thought coming into this, I'm like, all right, we got we got to open on Wiggins. Wiggins was amazing tonight. Then I'm like, Nah, we got to talk about Loon. Loon was amazing. And then I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Draymond, Ugh. he looked like Pete Draymond. Ugh. And Steph in the second half looked right. like the Whew. best version. And you know what I've come back to? You know who we're actually going to start this podcast Uh-oh. on? Uh-oh. Mr. 2.0? Steve. Ah! Steve. <laughs> I, dare I say we're up to 4.0. <laughs> Steve Kerr is gets my game ball. Um, uh I've been thinking about it. It's like all week we've heard who's going to guard Luca. Oh, I think I put Wiggins on him. I think I put Draymond on him. Like, what are they going to do? And here's what they actually did, which will absolutely not be covered on any of the talking shows tomorrow. They threw like 12 different defensive coverages at Luca in the course of like the first quarter. They mixed it up so much that he couldn't get comfortable. They switched. They hedged, they played zone, they played a 2-3, they played a 1-3-1, they, they um, played a box and one at one point. They had Wiggins press him full court at a different yes. point, like pick yes. him up three-quarters court. I mean, they did everything they could to not give Luka the same defense more than like two possessions in a row. And honestly, that's brilliant because he is a really smart player. If you play the same defense on him over and over again, he's going to figure it out. You know, like it's it's like I, I mean, 
look, they've been a little insufferable with like the, you know, he's like LeBron meets Larry Bird meets Jesus. You <laughs> meets know? MJ meets, yeah, yeah right. exactly. But it's just like, but like, he is objectively a very smart basketball player. If you throw oh, yeah. the same coverage at him over and over again, he's probably going to figure something out. So I think if anything, you know, this game just shows the Warriors' defensive versatility because they threw a bunch IQ. of different looks at him. And it yep. was, yeah, it was IQ. That's a great way to put it. You had the best take of the game. You compared Steve Kerr to someone. Who was it? Bill Belichick. Yeah. The guy. The that's, hoodie. We need Steve Kerr out there in the hoodie. That's what I, that's what I need. I will. Okay. If Steve Kerr shows up in a moldy, no-sleeve hoodie, not only will I apologize for everything I've ever said over the last seven years – but I will, I will like frame it on my wall. Like he, he's got to do it. That's that's the move. That's what it was. I mean, it was incredible. I, when I saw your, when I saw that take, I, I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what it is. Because Bill Belichick made his career on defense, and Steve Kerr, as we know, and we mean you whine all the time. And again, this is why we're not coaches. Is that his number one thing is always defense, always, always, always defense. So when he made the move to start Looney along with the, the players, not him, but like that was part of it, right? We, we want to be able to play defense against Memphis. And then that's what they did tonight where I think you and I agree. Like Looney was always going to start, but I think you and I did not know that Looney was going to be this instrumental. We knew they were going to run the same type of defense like they did against Houston, but Houston, James Harden is a different type of player than Luca where Harden's doing the same. He's spamming the same three options. It's like, it's like baseball's. Uh, uh, what is it like? Three true strikeouts. strikeouts. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. He's doing that. That's all he's doing, right? I'm just, he's just, just, like he's 16. just, yeah, he's just sitting fastball all day, <laughs> <laughs> right? Luke Luke smarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke is smarter. So the Warriors, it, Steve Kerr outsmarted him, right? And, and and the thing is, like, you, this isn't gonna work for game two, right? Luca's gonna come out here. Jason Kidd's really smart. We've seen they're gonna come out here with adjustments for game two, but again. We we can see right now, like with the experience, with what Steve Kerr's seen in the postseason and what he's coached, this was a masterclass. Completely, I thought Spostra outcoached uh, Udoka yesterday with the way that they went at Jason Tatum's handle in the second half. They basically said, "We're just going to pressure you up court. You're too tall. You can't dribble. Turn him over six times in a quarter. They won the game." And I think today Steve Kerr basically did the same thing. He showed us that and he won the game. Like he won the it's game so- with the game plan. That was it. That's so funny. Like, um, friends of the show, Nikias and Steve Jones, literally threw out that, like, this game reminded them of the Spolster game. And I don't oh, really even know. <laughs> I don't even. I, yeah, it, it's true. Oh, like, yeah. this is. Of every coach in the NBA, I would say Spolstra probably does this more than anyone, where you're getting, like, best. playoff specific game plans where it's like, we're really going to find ways to make you uncomfortable. We're not going to stick to one specific scheme. I'm not going to be that coach who's like, I only run drop coverage and I yell ice all day, like, you know, Tibbs or someone, right? right? Like, he's going to do whatever he has to do. In context of that, like, this has been kind of the Warriors' growth. You know, like, they made their name on being the team who switched everything, and they were amazing at it. This isn't that roster. They don't have eight wings. They don't have eight wings in their prime who are, like, amazing at switching. They have to be a little more creative with the defense. And I, I think the one thing that you and I probably did not give Looney enough credit for is like he's just they're smart. He's one of their three or four smartest players. Yep. And just by virtue of being that smart, and obviously he has length and he he's a pretty smart defense. Like he's got second timing. smartest defender on the team. Second yeah. smartest defender on the team. Yep. You would rather have the IQ out there than 
a little more scoring punch because you can count on Looney to play all those different defenses at a high level and execute it. And I think that's really what it comes down to. It's like, I would like the Warriors to play with more spacing, you know, maybe Draymond and a bunch of shooters. But objectively speaking, their lineup with Draymond and Looney is their best lineup. Like, yeah. I don't see, I just don't, it, it just is. It just is, you know? And and this goes also to uh, the Warriors offense. Now, I think this is a good segue because we we now see the difference between Memphis and, and Dallas defensively. You and I brought this up. I think a lot of people brought this up. They knew this, is that Memphis's defense, especially without Jaw, was suffocating. They were too long. They were too athletic. They were in every passing lane. There's nothing the Warriors can do with that. They defense. can play different coverages. They can, yep. do, they can guard you a bunch of different ways. Oh, my God. Jaron Jackson was incredible. Dylan Brooks, I hate him, but goddamn, like, he sticks on me. Like, right, he's good. Uh, same with Bain Solid, right? And he's just, that's just good. And yeah. you look at this Dallas team, and you saw the Warriors. They, they essentially gave up defensively in the middle of the third quarter, the Dallas defense. They, they, they were run ragged. Now, I think some of it's like they were tired after game seven. Some of it also is they're not used to playing at all. So this reminds me. This reminds me of like when the Warriors used to play the Cavs, and the Warriors would always take the first two games, always, because the Cavs, just, they came out of shitty East, and they would just have no idea how to play against the speed and the, the precision that the Warriors offense was playing at. And it would take the Cavs like two games to catch up, right? And, and, and then from there, like maybe one or two games to catch up. I felt like that's what's going to happen with the Mavs here. Like they'll catch up a little bit. The games will obviously be closer. But we saw tonight that defense is not ready for the Warriors offense. It's just – it's not. And it's not – you're not playing against a, a Chris Paul that can't move and a Devin Booker who – Devin Booker can't get to the rim the way Jordan Poole does. Devin Booker's a better player. But Jordan Poole is running circles around Devin Booker. Also, if Devin, pressure, right? Can, can we talk about this? If Devin Booker is mm. your best player, you're, you're just not good enough. Um, <laughs> right. And, and that's like – like someone asked me how do you define a superstar, and my answer is you draw multiple eyeballs on every possession. No one on the Phoenix Suns ever did that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no one no, – no one's doing three guys shading Devin Booker or Chris Paul. They do that with Steph Curry, though. They do that with Luka. They do that with Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's the the, the determination of a of a superstar. But anyway, yep. we, we yep. slandered we slandered Phoenix on the last episode. If yeah, you guys yeah, want to yeah. listen to it, just go back in the feed, relive relive the glory. But anyway, back to this game. Yeah. Um, other things I want to point out on this game, uh, we we should give Wiggins a huge shout out here. I uh, yeah. I, I buried the uh. I buried the lead. But, you know, I kind of figured Phoenix was going to put Luka on Wiggins um, because it's the obvious defensive move. Maybe see if you can bait Wiggins into going one-on-one and take the ball out of Steph's hands. You know, like, ultimately, that's probably a win if you're Dallas. Like, you'd rather have Wiggins take 30 shots than Steph, right? Sure. (laughs) Common sense. Um, But Wiggins, not only did Wiggins play great defense, which he generally does, he was incredibly smart the way he attacked. He was really oh, quick with his yep, movements. Yep. He uh, he he ended up eight for seventeen, but I feel like in the he took some bailout shots at the end, which probably lowered his percentages there. He um, anytime he got the ball, he made a quick, decisive move, which really is the big thing for me. He's quicker. He's more athletic than than Luca. Take him immediately. What I hate when Wiggins does is when he like dances on the right. ball. Like yeah, right, I, I don't right. need you. I don't need you to do your James Harden, bro. You know, like and and he did <laughs> and none of that tonight. And none of it. Perfect. And he hasn't done it all postseason, right? It's the and they needed him because let's be. I mean, 
you know, we're going to talk about some bad stuff. Like Steph and Clay were pretty bad in the first half. I mean, Steph was good in terms of commanding the offense, but Steph got to make shots, right? They weren't good. They weren't getting anything out there. And they needed something from those guys offensively. And Wiggins essentially kept them afloat the entire first quarter. The defense really did the legwork there. That's they, the Mavs had like 25 points or something, right? But Wiggins was the guy that, like you said, two dribbles to the hole, five foot, five foot little push shot. That's money. Wide up in three, cash, right? Like those type of shots are just they're in the wheelhouse. Not overthinking anything. Yeah. yeah. Just no, no, none of the take, take it. Yeah. It just and he and there's something about him where. You know, he's going at that. When you see him go at someone, like, in his chest, that's when you know, oh, shit. Like, Wiggins is locked in. He's going to have a great game. Right? We're not even talking about defense, right? I'm talking about offense. Like, when he goes right at Dorian Finnis-Smith, he goes right at Bullock, goes right by Luka, right? That's when you're like, damn, man. Like, that's just, that's a fourth guy that can get you buckets, right, outside of Steph, Clay, and Poole. So, you're right, man. Just an incredible Wiggins performance, especially after game six. I mean, he he won a large majority of that fourth quarter in Game Six against Memphis, and comes back and does this. I, it's just I'll take this. I'll crazy. take this Wiggins performance every day. Re up every him. game. If you, <laughs> if you get this player, re up him immediately. <laughs> immediately. And, yeah. and like you know, I've been hard on him. I have my skepticisms for him. I he's a player who's run hot and cold for me. Like the effort's not always there at the level I like. But like the reality is, when he performs like this, I'll take it. And this is playoff Wiggins, right? Like this is why people say like playoffs, playoff version, because yeah, he's not giving this. Is, he, is, January, is, Wiggs, right. is Wiggs a 16 game player? <laughs> oh shit. He might be. I mean, just the two way aspect, right? He's, he's so good defensively. Now he's so almost elite on that end. Um, offensively, he just oh my. two, two way. God, where's Fitz? We need Fitz on this show right now. God, I, I, you can just imagine him smiling. We, at home. We, just we we locked in friend of the show Nick Wright next up. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, guys, that's gonna be a couple of weeks. Don't worry about it. You know, it's it's not happening. It's not happening right now. Um, but you know, next next move, we're gonna lock in friend of the show Fitz to come yell at us too. It's just gonna be phenomenal stuff. Oh man. The the final is when the Warriors win the title. We'll get Joey Lightyears on here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Lightyear is coming in talking about two pass. We win now. We win later. All right, you know, okay. Let's let's. I can see. I can see. I can see Joey Lightyear being like Sam. October eighth, two thousand twenty-one. You said I was a bad owner. Let's. It was like at minute twenty-eight of your podcast. Just like, <laughs> you know, I, know. I, I can see. I can see it. I you know. You you only reach the levels of success that man has with a certain level of petty. So. <laughs> He's, just, he's sitting there rewinding podcasts as he's doing his Christian Bale from American Psycho. In there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and people uh, really got it, if you know what that means. Oh, man. Uh, what else we need this, to hit? That's a very, uh, this is a very light years on brand reference. <laughs> um, uh, you want to talk about, uh, l- l- let's do Draymond next. Um, <laughs> I think Draymond, I mean, if, if we're talking real MVPs of the game, Draymond might have been the MVP of the game. I think he, he, he he looked like peak 2016 Draymond, and I think Looney's part of the reason why, but, like, yep. he yep. was phenomenal. But he was trying to shoot shots today again. What's gone into Draymond? Very well, odd. When Draymond hit the 8-10-foot the eight to ten foot floater, I was like, oh, they're winning. They're winning. <laughs> oh, the God, minute, yeah. Right. The, minute that, the minute that went in, I was like, oh, Draymond, Draymond has an agenda for his post-game podcast, and he's coming all out today. <laughs> um. Is he the best safety, perhaps, that we've ever seen defensively? 
Yeah. And I think actually that's probably why Looney is. Um, right. So like we, we always love Draymond at the five. And I think what we really love is Draymond playing free safety. Yep. Um, and to play free safety, you have to have enough defenders who can hold their own. Yep, no clay, no clay defensively. He's not the same, no Andre, right? So right now that guy's Looney, right? He's an Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's yep. kind of, you know, Wiggins holds his own and Looney holds his own. And Steph and Clay are smart enough. They're not like all world defenders, but they're smart right. enough. And then Draymond gets to play free safety. And then you get to see him do some insane shit like block Spencer Dinwiddie in the corner and call everything out. Like he's, He's still that dude defensively, but you have to have the right guys around him to let him play free safety. Yep, I completely agree because part of his defensive prowess is going to be shut down a little bit if he's the one that's switching on to Luka. Like the, now all of a sudden he's the guy that has to guard Luka and make the rotations on the backside when someone's trying to shoot a three. Like that's – it's just not possible, right? So completely right. To me, it's just – this is – the Warriors weren't great defensively today, especially in the first half, but this defensive performance with both him and Looney and Wiggins, like those three guys, is this the best defensive team that we've seen probably since 16-17, right, in that first year with KD? Because I think their defense slipped a little bit after that. But like this, 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 I'm saying like this one effort, this one game really reminded me of those peak Warriors teams. It, it was it was special, and that's, our, that's Draymond. He was always spearheading those defenses. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I think in general, we don't think of defense enough as a team thing. Um, all it took was the insertion of Looney to unlock really? Draymond and everything else. <clears throat> and it's really just like you got to put you got to put smart players out there. And the minute you put smart players out there who have some sort of defensive feel, Draymond just you know the same way Steph unlocks if you put like guys who are yeah. a little smarter on offense around him. All of a sudden, they find him relocating. And he's unguardable, and it's like, oh, my God, you know, that sort of thing. That's kind of how it goes on defense, too. Draymond has, like, instinctive feels that you can't teach, but you got to have the right defenders around him to unlock it. Otherwise, otherwise, he's just freelancing with idiots around him, and next thing you know, you get, like, you get, like, right. an open Reggie Bullock three in the corner, and it's, it's a Let, waste of everyone's time. <clears throat> Let's talk about that for a second. The, the, the Mavs uh, had a bunch of open shots to start the game. They didn't make them. Um, now game two, what, what do you think happens? I mean, I think they're more likely to make shots. I think they did miss a decent amount of open shots, but I think mm-hmm. the big thing they're going to have to figure out is how they want to get Luca going yeah. because uh, Luca was, Luca was largely bad tonight. Like for his, like for his standards, he was bad. Um, I think part of it probably is fatigue. They did play game seven, two days ago. Right. Um, and, and that's, you know what, that's why you take care of business early. That's why we got annoyed that the Warriors right. pushed it to six instead of five, you know, like those are the little advantages. You go seven, you're at a disadvantage yep. in the next series. And that's you're at part home. of it. Right. But yeah. I mean, I mean, Dallas has to figure out how they want to unlock Luca. And the one thing I'm noticing that they didn't do this game that I think they're going to try to do, which is get more downhill. They didn't get to the free throw line at all. Like if, look, if the Warriors don't foul them, I feel really confident the Warriors are going to beat them in four to five games. You know, I just don't think the Warriors are going to be able to play this level of discipline defense for five for, you know, four games in a row because they're a good team too. Yep. But they they need to do it four times, but it's hard to do it four in a row. Yep. 
Yeah. So so my 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 thing would be I would expect Luca to try to get more downhill, get the Warriors in foul trouble, get players off the floor. Yep. Um, yep. That's really that's what they did in the regular season when they had success. So yep. that would yep. be that'd be my guess. And you know. I, it sucks having the it's it sucks having your game plan be about the refs, but hey, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I, I thought the Warriors also did well offensively was not turn the ball over. I mean, just story of the second round, uh, right? Just and the, the all six games, the Warriors were chucking the ball left and right, and and I don't think you know Steph had a couple bad ones in the third, but like I literally think other than that, the Warriors didn't make a single bad turnover. Uh, partly because the Mavs defense isn't the same as Memphis, but I think partly because they were just way more intentional with what they wanted to do is is what it was against a team that can't just can't affect them, right? Like Steph looks so comfortable out there, even with that. Really, it's like Draymond looks so comfortable out there, right? Like he not oh god, here here comes Draymond going into inside the NBA TNT. Look how happy he is, Sam. He's ready to go on his podcast. And, and do his thing. It's just Draymond was probably the most comfortable dude. And I think a lot of times with this team, if Draymond's comfortable, both defensively and offensively, this team's not losing. Just, yeah, and, I who's mean, going to make I mean, them uncomfortable, it, right? Who's going to make them uncomfortable? Isn't that the story of the game? The Warriors made Luka uncomfortable. And no one on Dallas made the Warriors uncomfortable. Yep. Like, yep. that's actually the – if we want to talk about the Splash Bros before we get to callers, yep. that's what made their first, first half frustrating. I don't think Dallas did anything to step or play. I think they just played poorly. You know, yeah. like they yeah. didn't make them uncomfortable. They were just kind of like, I was just, I mean, Steph missed three free throws. Like, what oh the hell, my dude? God. You know? yeah. And then like, and, and Clay, some of the stuff I was just like, come on. Classic, like, right. It, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, and I think Dorian Finney-Smith's an excellent defender, but I don't think like he or Reggie Bullock did anything this game. That made him uncomfortable. I I don't think that this shows me now. I think Dallas defense is gonna be fine. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go off next game. But I don't think there's anything defensively here throughout a series that I think the, the Dallas can do against them. Um, there's also let's get to the Splash Bros. Right, um, 20 minutes in, I do want to get to the goons. But um, I think there's a level of vari- variance in their game that we've never seen before, and I think that's partly because they're older. I think that's what it is. I just Clay's off two injuries and he's 30 plus. Steph's, you know, almost damn, he's 35 early next year, right? I think, I think when you're, I think when you're this, you know, this, hey, this that's more old. <laughs> for athletes, for professional athletes, I think there's a lot more variance to the game that I think we're used to seeing, right? Just everybody's here has been been fans since they've come in the NBA, so I, I just think that's what it is, especially because I, I, I'm with you, man. It wasn't Dallas's defense that was making Steph miss three free throws. Um, it's just, I just think there's more variance. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't point to any specific strategic thing that yeah. Dallas did. Like, so weird. And, and obviously the free throw line, that's, that's like the ultimate giveaway. Like <sighs> what, what, like Jason Kidd talks really good trash, the <laughs> line, you know, like, like that's not a thing. So I don't know. It's something to watch, but like, it, it is weird to watch the two best shooters of all time look human. On stuff that I think they would destroy in the past. Yep, yep. And I think that that's where we're at now. Um, and who's to say? I mean, it's it's might not they're, be sustainable. You know, they're they're probably gonna they're shots. probably gonna combine right. for fifteen threes tomorrow. Yeah. Or yeah, so, um, on Friday. With you, I'm with you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You want to get to the Goonies? I do want to get to the Goons. I promised our guy Will he'd hit leadoff, and here he is. Will, what's up, room bro? Boys, what a W. I want to lead this call off with a crazy stat that was posted into our Dubs group talk on, uh, uh, in terms of texting. Uh, Luka Doncic had more turnovers today, seven, than field goals made, six. For the first time in his playoff career, which is 24 games deep. Defensive masterclass from the Warriors today. We looked like a well-oiled machine out there. We had the TNT crew coming out. Chase Center, the fans are going nuts. Big shout-out to the crowd outside of Chase right now. Fellas, I want to talk about Otto Porter. Otto Porter was a guy that signed for the minimum in the offseason and has really stood out as one of the better bench guys that we have, man. He's really kind of stepped into that role, especially with Iguodala out right now. Just kind of need him to get those minutes up. The other guy I want to talk to, I know you guys went into depths about Wiggins. He's been outstanding. And, he, you know, he was guarding Luka a lot of those possessions. He was outstanding in the closeout game against Memphis. What would it take? Because I think a lot of the Golden State fan base is convinced that we're going to let him walk this year because we do have to pay pool as well. What would it take for us to have serious contract negotiations for a premium price for Andrew Wiggins? Go Dubs. We're in the Western Conference Finals. We're up one nothing. Let's keep our foot on the gas pedal. Life is good. Elite leadoff call from Will. Elite leadoff call. Yes, sir. It's all the points. Okay, so I don't want to get into full contract talk. That's just so you know, I've already got like spreadsheets. I know you do. I know we're gonna do Do this in June. We'll do this in July. I will say. I will say this. Um, I think if Wiggs is willing to take third option money, he's back. What's third Um, option money? What is that? Twenty. I think okay. I think I you, you got to look at you got to look at okay let's put it this way the Bogdan Bojan and Bogdan Bogdanovich got 470 so that's like 17 to 18 a year friend of the show Harrison Barnes got 480 that's 20 a year I think he's in that range I think that's like appropriately where he should be maybe a little more than those and guys then pool gets 25. Something like that. Something like that. I mean, sure. I, pool. The the difference is pool might be a star, and um, he could find another team who will think he's gonna be their Donovan Mitchell. Agree. Okay. Agree. Okay. You know. Agree. Okay. Whereas, like, whereas we know who Andrew Wiggins is. Andrew Wiggins is an amazing winning player when he's your third, fourth option on a on a contending team. 
And so he should get money in line with guys who get that on winning teams. Like I brought up Brogdanovich. None of those guys are as good defensively. They are good offensively though. So like, I think that's probably the range Wiggins is going to be in, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, and well, the other thing too is is the Warriors can't technically pay both and all. Yeah. Um, Joey Joey just has to open up. Well, actually, Joey already opened up the wallet. They they spend the most money in the freaking league. So, uh, but he's well, got to spend more. <laughs> the, the only th- the only thing I'll point out is like I just don't think players are signing up to you know like I don't think like the the Jordan Pools of the world are signing up to come off the bench. So it's like at some that's point the they one. have to make some decisions, but they do not need to make decisions today. And therefore you and I do not need to talk about it today. Yep. <laughs> and it won't have to happen until after next season. We could be two <laughs> titles from, it could be two titles from now. So, all right, keep it moving. Let's go. Let's get Ryan right. up here. Yeah. Our usual leadoff hitter is hitting in the two hole today. Um, we like the lefty ready matchup this way. Ryan, what's up, bro? <laughs> Gabe, I'm Sam Kapler. I'm actually left-handed, so uh, as 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 am I. Is this a, is this a Persian thing? Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> uh, I gotta just say, uh, Wiggins, man, the, the way he was trailing Luca, like Luca tried to put his chest into him and go past him, like Sam was saying, they weren't trying to get down. I actually thought they were, and Wiggins was just standing him up and playing no foul defense and making him take tough shots at the rim. And, um, yeah, I, I never want to hear Mikhail Bridges greater than Andrew Wiggins again. I think he's clear of that fraud. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm going to wow. get Wow, Mikhail, Br- Mikhail Bridges gets the strays. Of all the sons, Mikhail Bridges gets the strays? He has a punchable face. I'm sick of him. Uh, <laughs> all right, you're going to game of Chase. What game are you going to? Uh, game two. Uh, I'm going Friday's game, flying out. Super excited. Hoping, hoping to see some uh, Otto Porter Jr. threes, ideally. I love that, man. Uh, <laughs> I love I'm it. Excited. I'm excited. Perfect. Let's go win this. Blood's in, the blood's in the water. Let's go finish this off. It, it is. It is. And I think that that's the one. I mean, that's a great point. I think the Warriors know this. I think Steve Kerr, after the game, pretty much said, like, hey, we, we know this is just one game. We got to go focus on Friday. I think the Warriors know. And, and look, the Suns won both games at home, and they lost the series. Warriors aren't the Suns. Right, the Warriors win Game Two. Series is not over, but man, it'll be tough for the Sun to for the Mavs to win four out of five. Um, the way the way that their team is is so. I think the Warriors know they have an elite shot here on Friday. Just look, Looney rested the fourth quarter. Steph rested the fourth quarter. Like they should be relatively fresh for that game. I think they know it could be a kill shot. Sammy, what do you think? I agree with you. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that sticks out to me with this Warriors team. Um, we opened on all the dif- different defensive coverages. The old 1.0 Steve Kerr War- Warriors waited for things to come to them. This Warriors team, they take games immediately, which matters because as we saw, like in the Denver series, Jokic figured some stuff out in game four and then it got really uncomfortable and the Warriors were able to close it out. But like, imagine if they threw away a game in the first two games, you know, I- you know, and, and they, same, still could. Same, they still could. Same, yeah. same with Memphis, by the way. They took care. They got themselves up three-one, and then they had an embarrassment. But like, it is worth noting that they they took care of business to get up big, uh, because like the old Warriors would have maybe played with their food a little bit right. and also run a two-two right. series. Like right. you, you, I don't think this team's good enough to do that. I think they no. need to, they, they need they need to go for the kill shot early, and they know that. 
And and they know that I think this team knows that they're not they're not that team. They can't just do that because you know the old Warriors played this that Mavs team like this this baby's going six, but like the Warriors are like should win in five, right? Like that's what type of series it is. Just, and he's, this team is not not like that. They know and they're and I think that's that's pretty cool. The level of urgency. Want to point one thing out? Uh, Steve Kerr went with an eight man rotation today. Eight man rotation. Sam, when was the last time Steve Kerr went with an eight man rotation in the postseason? It's got to be – he rarely does that before, like, game six of the series. Yeah, that's right, right? Oh, I should say in game one, right? Like, yeah, game six, game seven, he'll go seven men. But, like, eight men? Sheesh. I can't think of a time he's done it in game one of a series. Like, even when they didn't have depth, he went to ten guys. Yeah. Um, Insane. Yeah. Insane. Let's get let's – get, let's, let's move this on. Raphael. Yeah. Raphael, what's up? Oh, hello, guys. How are you? What's up, brother? Good. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I think I remember if you guys mentioned it in your preview with Kirk, but an underrated aspect of the series is that Ma- the Mavericks don't have any shot blockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that really helps Jordan Poole. Like he really struggled in yeah. Memphis. Yeah. I guess uh, Jordan Jackson going to the paint. I really feel like he will have a big series. I I, I agree with him. Like I, I mean. Dallas's defense has been about switching. I don't think they have the versatility the Warriors have. You know, they they want to switch everything and kind of like pressure you on ball because they don't have someone sitting at the rim like a Draymond or a Looney to you know. Well, look at me here talking about fucking Bill Russell Looney, uh, but like you know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't have the kind of defense they have. Jaren Jaren Jackson's defensive of the year type talent type player. I keep saying it. I love him. I think he's great. There is no Jaron Jackson on the maps. Not even close. There's not even a Kevon Looney on the maps. I mean, there's only one. Open there's season. only one Kevon. There, there is only one. Then there is only one. Then. Did you see the report today that from from friend of the show Connell Eternal that the Warriors are most likely going to sign Loon for a multi-year contract, six million a year? Good for him. Good for Loon. He's good. It's a. It's a, by the way. So in, in England, the the thing they do during the Premier League is like sing chants. And one of the most common ones is like, there's only one. And then you, you say the player's name. So we got to start that with Looney. There's only one kid on Looney. <laughs> got to start of that chant. That's my of move. I love it. That's my move. That's my move. He's, he's, he's irreplaceable. I'm getting, I'm getting a Looney jersey. I haven't bought a jersey in 10 years. I'm going to get a Looney jersey. I haven't bought a jersey me. since uh, Peyton Manning when I was in like middle school. <laughs> I'm just imagining you walking around with a Colts paint manager. That's so weird. Paint Manning and Vic were my favorites nope. growing up. All right, so Evan. Just, just two similar athletes right there. All right. <laughs> Evan, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? First time, long time. Yes, sir. I just got one comment, and I'm going to let you guys talk. I think Bertans looks like Mo- you know, uh, Moses uh, Shroot from The Office. <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's my only comment. Enjoy the rest of the game. Holy shit. Moe's, This is why we yes. go to the goons, Sam. This is, <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a 10 out of 10 call. Um, <laughs> caller of the night. Send, you know what? Uh, Evan, email us your, email us your info. We'll send you a shirt for that one. But that's, that's perfect. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. We'll get Tim to cut that one up too. Put it at the beginning of the pod. All right, Vincent. Vincent, my man. What's going yeah. on, guys? I got, a, I got a West Coast IPA in front of me, so quick shout-out to Kayvon Looney for that game. <laughs> that's, that's that's so I'm so happy. This is, a, this is a, this a IPA night. You know, Looney, Absolutely. Looney gave us some strong screens and some good defensive positioning. 
get your favorite hazy. But yeah, what I was gonna say was uh, I listened to you guys' preview pod with the Mavs or the Mavs boys. No disrespect to them, but they made it kind of clear that the Mavericks feel like you know after that last series played against a, a couple frauds, like they're feeling good, but like they're happy to be here. Whereas the Warriors got through that whack ass series playing those goddamn kids. They're just so they're ready for this championship. So it feels like these teams are on two different paths right now. And it just feels like we're more prepared. But uh, real quick, after in the last series, after one of the wins, I listened to the live show with my dad. And then after the terrible loss, like 50 points or whatever it was, typical Warriors sad boy fashion, he hit me up and said, what was the name of that pod? <laughs> so light years taking over the immigrant dad. Hell yeah. Uh, keep, it, keep it going, boys. <laughs> Vincent, Vincent, I appreciate that thought. Wow. That's that's just we're we, on a we, are in a, we are in a wheelhouse tonight. We are in a wheelhouse. <laughs> it's like it's like Mike Trout and Shohei Otani back to back in the lineup. It's incredible. Wow. No no Angels references because they're gonna end up in third place no matter. <laughs> hey, they're they're first or they're winning, I think. Yeah, they're already in second. But Jacob, yeah. what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh you guys opened the show with this. I mean, that was probably the most dominating commanding win we've had of this playoffs. Some dumbass named Bill Simmons said we had no chance for us to Mavs. Not sure who it is on with that. You know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can't think of one Maverick that outplayed their matchup. Um, do you guys think this is more Dallas is just drained from a seven-game series, less preparation? I mean, they were down 2-0 on the road, too. Or a sign of things to come. I mean, can these players hold our jocks or what? <laughs> I, my honest take is it's 50-50, um, but my troll take is, you know, obviously the Warriors are going to sweep them. No. <laughs> uh, the Warriors sweep would be incredible. I I just feel – I think the – I don't know. This defense caught me by surprise tonight, Sam. I just – I did not see this coming. I think you're lying if you think you saw this type of performance coming from the Warriors. Not, not, a, not, a, not at this level. There's no, no other way around that. Not no. at this level. No. Um, the offense could be better. Like Stephen Clay could just shoot it better. I mean, that's that's the that's the formula, right? So Warriors shot almost sixty percent from the field today, and it just didn't feel like it was it was the motion like Steve Kerr wet dream. It was motion offense, ping ping ping. Uh, Drain so many, ball, lo- right? Lo- just so many backcuts, just right. <laughs> back- Back up, back up, back up. Yeah, but like I was reading a lot of previews and a lot of smart people. A friend of the show, Joe Varey at a at a Golden State of Mind, was talking about how back cuts could be possible against this Dallas defense because of the way that they come up on all these screens. And what happened tonight? Right, like that's just I, Dallas will get better, but you know we'll see, we'll see. Just one game. Dallas will make threes. I think that's a, that's a big thing, Larry. Uh, gentlemen, what a wonderful experience tonight watching the best entertainment media and sports event <laughs> <laughs> that we could hope for uh, with some basketball thrown in. Uh, but I, I'll just say this. I, I think this was completely a team victory. I mean, at key points, you know, passes between Wiggins, Clay, Looney and um, and Porter for back cut layups just broke the back of the Mavs. You know, they were they maybe were doubling Steph. They're feeling like we got that one kind of taken care of. And then, boom, they're getting deuce after deuce after deuce. And I, I don't think it was like five years ago when Steph was talking about the fact that if he's getting if we're getting uh, closed out on too strong, we got to hunt twos. And they definitely did that tonight. Um, there's only one thing we got to do. Steph's got to stay after and shoot more free throws. <laughs> 
I don't get it. I don't get well, it. It's I think it's playoffs. the weights. I think it's the weights he's lifting. It, it changes. It changes pitchers in baseball. It changes uh, the way they throw the ball. Larry, so, I got I got to put you in touch with my guy Tommy. His big on the, so, okay, <laughs> I believe that's making a difference. But you know who knows. All I'm saying though is I, I think we had a great night. Um, you know the Mavs came in. They didn't get to go home on their way here. So next game they're going to be fresher. So yep. you know game two is huge. We need to be locked in and be ready yeah. to go. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Larry. Yeah, I think um, the stuff freak those are killing me. I don't get it. It's the weirdest thing ever, and I, I I don't even you know how much it's it shook me. I don't even want to talk about it. Like I, 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 I don't know what. <laughs> I'm officially not. It feels some like some weird voodoo. Like <laughs> turnovers, we'll talk about, but I don't know. let's get to Mike. Mike, my man, what's up, bro? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, I've gone to six Warriors games, haven't seen a loss yet. So if you guys want to like Venmo me so I can keep going to these, legend. I'm I'm open to it. Um, I was at the game tonight. Voice is hoarse. It was like you know tech vibes, but still super fun. <laughs> um. You know, like the gray hairs in the in the fleece vests were so. Out in so droves. you were you were at the game today. How, so yeah, how's the, the crowd? Talk talk to us because we get we get literally five calls a day asking us how to, how they how has it been. How many all how many all birds did you see? I I think the thing with this team or this crowd, I should say, is like this crowd like reacts intensely to like when something good happens, like probably more than like any arena I've been to. Like they feel like. You know, the, the the years of watching winning on television has like a grown, made them grow accustomed to like never having to like lift the team. Like in the moments where things are going bad, it's like eerily silent. And then there's, there's none of that. Like, but then you know something good happens, and there's just, like a wave of momentum. And I think you could feel it coming out of the second half. Like it was bumping in there at the time. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's the thing we hear a lot is that the chase crowd gets gets crazy. It gets great. But it also has a tendency to get a little like asshole when they see a couple misses, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it gets, <laughs> it gets sphincter tight in there. Um, <laughs> but it's it was a great time. Uh, I don't know. I I can't imagine that the Mavericks keep missing shots. And I guess like right. that's what I'm wondering. Like, do you think that like the Warriors were forcing misses, or were they just was it just like you know? A small I think it was both. Size? I think it was both. Honestly, like my. my non-troll take is I thought the Warriors played really good defense and made them uncomfortable. But like, you know, there's always a little element of luck to some of the misses. Like there are going to be nights where they play defense like that. And, you know, Reggie Bullock hits a couple more threes, right? That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think like role players road game in a Western conference finals for the first time. Like I, you, 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 Bullock, Bullock, Kleba and DFS has been making shots all postseason. Um, do you, do you consider do Brunson a role player? He's a role player. I mean, Jordan Poole's a role player. This guy's a role yeah. player. Like, and they might Jordan Poole might be a star, but like right now, Western Conference Finals, this guy's a role player. Like Clay Thompson, you could almost say at this point in his yeah. career. Role, role, like role play. Player. Here's my here's my term for a role player. If they shoot poorly, does anyone criticize them? And there's only one player on Dallas that people criticize, and that's Luca. You know, like that's a good point. When, Wiggins on okay. Will anyone criticize Luca even if he does shoot poorly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the great one. Oh, but it's at least a talking point. Like, like if you look at the Warriors, 
if they lost this game, which they didn't, by the way, Mike, appreciate the call. If they lost the game, people would talk about Steph shooting. No one would mention Wiggins. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one ever goes, like, Wiggins couldn't hit a shot, you know? Right, It's right, always right. like, oh, Steph and Clay were off. So, to me, that, that means textbook role player. Like, it, once we get to a point where they're like, Jordan Poole, he's got to be better. That's when you know he's no longer a role player. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. And by, by the way, I think it, it'll be interesting to see if the Warriors go up 2-0 or, or, or 3-1 or something like that. When does the when does the conversation become, well, you know, Luka, Luka needs more help. And, you know, he needs more. I mean, it's, it's happening no matter what. <laughs> yes. Alex. Alex, what's up, bro? What's up, guys? Uh, what an awesome game. Uh, unfortunately, had to miss it. But what was your either single, like, individual play or little stretch of a few runs that defense, offense, like, either won them the game or was just, like, the stretch of the game where, like, really cemented it? Oh, I love this question. So, Andy, mine, my, mine is Draymond's block on Dinwiddie. I feel like that was the moment I was like, no, nah, these guys are – this is, this is going to be a 25-point blowout. I've, I know this Warriors game. Uh, yeah, you've seen he's seen this a million times. Crowd's going. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think it, it probably should be a defensive play. For, for me, I think it's always going to be Steph. Um, he goes back to back threes, couple steals on Luca. I think that was the game. I mean, just they were they were that that last three went from 11 to 17, right? And you just this thing's over. Like there's something about Steph making threes that, which is why it's you know kind of kind of weird that he's not making the same amount in bunches. But when he makes them, it's it's so like as the other team is so disheartening. You kind of just look at it and just like, yeah, well, what can you do? <laughs> like they kind of that's true. That's, that's true. God, I can't get over how bad Luca looked tonight. Ridiculous. All right, Dante. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, um, quick question: How many turnovers do y'all think we had tonight compared to to Game Five against the Grizzlies? So nine, eight. We had we actually have 15 turnovers tonight versus 22 <laughs> against the Grizzlies in Game Five. So and Draymond had 10 points. So my question for y'all is: Is Draymond getting 10 or more points a greater force for winning, or is getting more than 15 turnovers a greater force well, for uh, losing? Three, three. I'm looking at it now. Toscano Anderson and, and Billy Bialica had three between them. So let's let's call it 12. That that's probably that's probably the right number. Uh, but yeah, Sam, that's a good question. I mean, Sam, you want to guess that? That's a good one. I think they go hand in hand, but um, I think I'm going to err on Draymond, to be honest with you. When Draymond's aggressive scoring, I think it matters more for the Warriors yep. than turnovers. Like, I, in a perfect world, it's both. But they, they, um, they can play through turnovers. Like, that's just what they do. Yeah, but I feel like the turnovers where guys don't want to shoot the ball are significantly worse than the turnovers of aggression so to me i'd rather like i'd rather have draymond looking to score than look at the turnovers oh, i'm with you i'm with you draymond but i averaged 12 points and that's literally what we're asking for give me 11.2 points per game um zach what's up man yo guys last time i called in i was on the treadmill after a loss i'm treadmill <laughs> after a fucking win what a game. Oh, boy. Andrew Wiggins looking like Willie H. Macy in the cooler. Just coming out with, like, Maria Bello coming at you. And your whole new world. Whole new world. So happy for the man. Oh. 
Keep at it, boys. Best podcast in the business. What a legend, Zach. Zach's my legend. Just absolutely calling him from the treadmill. I might get on my Peloton after this. 9 p.m. treadmill. He's fired the fuck up. What a legend. You know what? He he spiced me up so much, I got to get Mikas on here. Uh, Here we go. I'm sorry. I just read that John the Kaminga was five points away from second team all rookie. I don't. I, I know this has nothing to do with the Mikas, game. Wow. this is not wow. This is not <laughs> where we're no no. Mikas, so, we're so, putting you no, to no, the no, end of the no, line. No 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 no. no. Um, so, um, what would the talking heads have said tomorrow if Stefan came out and had the performance that Luka Doncic just had tonight? Oh, I think, that's a great I one. I think they would have cooked him. Meanwhile, during the game, Dejounte Murray tweeted. Steph, top 10 ever. I don't care what you say. DeJounte Murray might know who. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, I saw this stat during the game. DeJounte the Murray, ni- you know ball? He, he does. He knows who. Uh, the Dubs are 19-1 and after winning game one. The obvious exception is the 2016 finals. They also just had their 24th 20-point victory in the playoffs since 2014. Wow. The next closest team has done that 14 times. Is this more a product of Steve Kerr's coaching or is it more of a product of the roster? And when we win the Western Conference Finals in five games, are they going to give Steph Curry the Irvin Magic Johnson uh, Western Conference Finals trophy, or is it going to go to Jordan Poole or something? What do we think, guys? Andrew first Wiggins. Off, first or Andrew off, Wiggins locking up Luka Doncic. Incredible. First off, I am 100% anti-individual awards because the media has proven untrustworthy to me. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't, I don't trust any of them. You don't trust so, the media, Sam? <laughs> you don't trust the media? No. I'm going to do my own research. <laughs> Sorry, I cheat that out, bro. It's too easy. It's oh too my easy god, that was choked. Too easy, too easy to do that joke. Um, to uh, Mikas's point, is it more the players or Steve Kerr? I think it's sixty forty players. It's like the best coach on earth can't make bad players good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can't, but but like. It's 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 a uh, it's a collaborative process between the two of them. You know, you know I mean, just yeah. I mean, it used to be the shooting, but it's always been the it's the defense that really just the, the IQ. Warriors when they they blow you out. Yeah, I, incredible IQ. Just we're now seeing it with guys like Andrew Wiggins, who you know, who would have thought that he's a high IQ player, but you watch him right now, my God, just my God, that system, right? So, um, I have a take about the. We got takes. MVP, Western Cup Finals MVP. I think Steph's winning all of them. If he, if if the Warriors win, he's getting all the awards. You know why? Fucking, it's guilt. <laughs> like the the yes. war. I think the voters know that they fucked up, and they're gonna give it all. They're gonna give it to him every single time. Like no matter what. Like unless Steph really shits the bed. But he shits the bed, they don't win. So it's like as long as Steph just like is fine, they're gonna give it to him every single time, no matter what. I guarantee you. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. They they owe him. They yeah. they owe him. It's really what it is. Let's get Ty up here. Yo, yo. What's up, bro? Uh, there we good go. Shit. It was a fun game. Um, I'm still wondering who's going to guard Luka Doncic. Um, <laughs> uh, I picked Dubs in five. Uh, I'm going to, to game two. Hope these fuckers don't Hell let me yeah. down. I spent <laughs> way too much money in this fucking inflated economy to, for, for these fuckers not to, not to show up. But, hey, um, hey, we, can, we can edit this out if you feel better. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But uh, I think one of the, the, the cool things about this run is that they've been having to win ugly more times than not. So, like, it almost – like, these are, like, the quintessential Warriors kind of games. And it's been rare enough to where it's, like – it's almost new again. 
but I, th- I think the underestimated thing about them is that they can win ugly, which is why I, I think the rest of the league's food, uh, best team in the league, about to win a chip four times. Let's go. By the way, Ty's called the Warriors winning for a few weeks now. So I love it. I love it. And I gotta give Ty Ty some credit on some of his takes here. But yeah. Yeah, he's he's let's been move. right like ninety percent of the time. Ravi, what's up, man? He knows who. Ravi. Can you hear me okay? There we go. Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, bud? Hey guys. Uh I have two questions. Uh first one. What's going to be – what are you looking forward to more, us winning a championship or the first Suns game next year where Fitz says incredibly disrespectful in the first minute? <laughs> <laughs> and next up, the regular season champs of 2003. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until you brought it up, but now I'm just excited about yeah, it. highlight of the year, I think. And uh, uh, the real question was uh, – I was going to ask, like, if you're Jason Kidd, what kind of adjustments can you make? You talked about getting downhill more, but what do you do with Jalen Brunson? Because that, like, lack of a three-point shot was shocking, I thought. Like, it really was glaring. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, so that's a fair question. Um, the number one adjustment <laughs> – by the way, I'm, in my mind, all I'm doing is playing through fit scenarios, and it's amazing. But, um, <laughs> but bringing up, like – a lot of Dallas's adjustments come from hitting threes. They were 11 for 48. Yep. Um, yep. I don't think they're the greatest three-point shooting team on earth, but they're not that bad. You know, like Jalen Brunson can hit an open shot. So I think once they start hitting open shots, they can actually start doing stuff. But, like, this game, it was just like, what you going to do? You know, yeah. Like, you're not going to beat me when we shoot. Like, we've watched the Warriors do this in the past, too, by the way, where it's just like, what adjustment do you want Steve Kerr to make? You want him to yell at? Do you want him to yell at? Hit more shots, you know. <laughs> hit more shots. Well, you know, this is the type of thing where it's like the Warriors will lose a game by twenty-five, this series, because the Mavericks made twenty-threes. Like it's just how modern basketball is, right? It's Steph's fault. It's Steph and Clint's fault. Where these guys have made three-point three-point shooting such a necessity, you're, you're just gonna have a game where Finney Smith and Bullock combine for ten threes, and you lose. Like there's nothing you could do about it. Um, so I get that's that's really the only adjustment. But like, it's Luca just played better, right? Like he could have. But the thing is, it's it's just a lot for someone like him to do against a defense this good. It's just like, yeah, the the shots that Luca was making in Game Seven, Sam, were just ridiculous. Like that's not sustainable shooting. Um, no. in one game, yeah, you could do it and you win. Like in one game, but that's why I always felt like in a seven game series, it's really hard for Luca to do that every single time. Unless you're LeBron, right. and even and even LeBron, I, LeBron's never been able to do it every game. He, he's, yeah, exactly. gotta, he's gotta figure out an advantage to get himself easier shots. At some right, point. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. All right, let's get Josh up here. Josh, what's up, man? Hey, fellas, uh, great win tonight. Uh, I thought it was awesome the way Dubs uh, attacked the paint, really uh, attacked the rim. Uh, no, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams being back there, I think, was a huge help. And uh, lastly, I just want to say, can we get the Steph propaganda going? I, I know he didn't shoot well, but uh, 12 rebounds and everyone was talking in the lead up, you know, they're going to hunt Steph, they're going to hunt Steph, they're going to hunt Steph. And I thought he stood up really well every time they tried to put him in the action. So, uh, you know, that's that's a winning player, though. 
you know, this isn't, oh, yeah. this isn't Donovan Mitchell, you know, or it's not John Morant. <laughs> you know, so that's it, my goat, you know, that's what I'm, all I'm saying. Legend. Is that our new take? This isn't Donovan Mitchell. We're not, we're not fucking around here. I like, <laughs> I like that. Josh, appreciate the call. I think that's, I think that's a thing that like, I, so I was discussing it and it's like Jordan Poole is objectively an excellent player. He's going to have a good long career in the NBA. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to be a but, but will he be Donovan Mitchell or will he be Seth Curry? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he can make, he can make 300 mil no matter what, but is he going to be the winning player? You know, you know what I'm saying? When, when, when Steph and Clay and those guys retire, is he going to be that guy or is he going to be the guy who averages 28 and cracks? Right. Right, right, right. I think that's – I mean, and, and go back on the, on the Steph point. I think defensively you're seeing the growth defensively. Um, the broadcast kept saying, well, they have to put pick and roll. They have to put – they have to hunt Steph more. And I'm just sitting there and just like, do you? Like, are you just going to go out of your way to hunt a guy that's way stronger than what he was five years ago, way smarter, doesn't reach anymore? When was the last time we saw Steph in foul trouble consistently? That just doesn't happen. Right. Like, so I, I just don't think you can do that with Steph nowadays. He's just a monster. And then 12 rebounds. And I look like Steph Westbrook out there. He was shooting like Steph Westbrook until the third, second half, too. So, I mean, just it's just all jokes aside, incredible floor game. Uh, Jim Barnett would be proud. Uh, just a true point guard. A true point guard. Real point guard. All right, let's give Justin a shot. All right. We're off mute. Appreciate the call. Uh, I just want to say that the Warriors are back. Um, Nothing is more prime than Steph getting to rest the whole fourth quarter. Um, I don't. I know people saying that the Mavs are going to make more shots, but I think if the Warriors play like this every game with this much focus and intensity, I don't see them losing this series. No, appreciate the call. No, Justin, appreciate the call. There we go. Let's go, um, Andy. I think I think we got to end tonight with the Reverend. Yo, what's up, guys? Yes, sir. The freaking Dallas Mavericks. You're a bunch <laughs> of freaking frauds. Goddamn Mavericks. I can't stand their fans. Harala bum tweeting out things about how great a three-point shooting team they are. They're a bunch of frauds, those darn things. They're waiting for Luca to do everything with it. You see all these guys standing around. And what that team really should be doing is following them on those drives with back cuts. But they're so hypnotized by their own player that they're not even ready to do anything. And it really doesn't bode well for Dallas going forward, let alone the fact that the Warriors aren't being like, hey, one guy, you guard Luka. It's a team effort. They're sending off different things at him and giving him different looks. And that makes it easier on the defense as a whole because then you're not saying, oh, I need this one guy to match his minutes and everything. And, of course, now we'll have all the national media spinning their heads going, whoa, what? Uh, how did they figure this out? I never saw this coming. This is the same thing we've been doing the entire dynasty run. Everything centered around defense and team defense. This isn't new. This is what the Warriors do, and we're going to put these guys to bed, and we're probably going to sweep their ass. Thanks. <laughs> incredible. McWalters, incredible. the legend, the legend. All right. I think I think we gotta get out on that note. You know, the Reverend yeah. is the man who we end the show on, and I appreciate everyone. We'll be back. Check us out on the pod feed. <laughs>